Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's the fifth pick in the 1995 NBA draft. The Minnesota Timberwolves select Kevin Garnett from Farragut Academy in Chicago. And the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to the Western Conference Finals. Happy birthday, Kevin Garnett. Den, this is The Howl. We would like to welcome you to the Nothing But Net channel here on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics on everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is also a proud member of CLNS Media Network and can be found on clnsmedia.com as well as Podient, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The Howl is also produced with thanks to our wonderful supporting partners, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, and Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. All right, so we are trying something interesting for today's 2K All Day segment. So for the show segment this time, what we are going to do is, first of all, we are going to use the expansion team, the Howl, of course. So that's one of the first things. But we actually went in and we decided that we wanted to take a look at some of the Wolves over the last number of years that were maybe used improperly properly properly right opportunity here with the Timberwolves or the best start to their career maybe players that went on to do bigger and better things with other teams 
or in other countries in a, a few different cases. So what we did was there's six specific players that we went in and brought them back to their rookie seasons. And then we basically created those players, put them into a customized roster on 2K19. And then we've added them to specific teams. And we'll go in then, transfer them to the Howl after the expansion draft. So we're going to be able to move them all to the Howl and have them be the starters. Now, here is the list of players. At point guard, we have Ricky Rubio. We have now he and, and as far as statistics are concerned, uh, the players are a little lower than you'd normally expect. A lot of them are rookies, obviously, and some are a little higher than 2K originally had them as rookies, just because in my estimation, they were better than 2K felt that they were, or in some cases, they were worse than 2K felt that they were. But so the list of players is as follows. So we had Ricky Rubio at point guard. We have a second point guard who ends up being a sixth man, and that's Johnny Flynn. We have Shabazz Muhammad as our small forward. Alexei Shved is our two guard. Our power forward is Nemanja Bialica. In our center, we have Kevin Garnett, so rookie Kevin Garnett. Now, we'll go over the statistics right before the season starts as far as those players are concerned. But for now, we'll jump into the process. Now, a few things we always want to do when we're doing this. First of all, we turn off injuries. If you forget to do that, I feel like it just kind of you lose a little bit in terms of what the you know what the specifics are. I like going this direction because then you're able to have some consistency simulation to simulation. And of course, if we were to have you know, Johnny Flynn gets some sort of career-ending injury again like he had with that hip issue that he ended up getting. I, I don't think we'd really be able to tell just how good he could have been, obviously. We'd have the same problem. So if we turn injuries off, it's fair game. So those five players are added to the league. Sorry, six players are added to the league. Or in, I guess I will say that in, in the case of uh, two of those players, three if you count Shabazz, who's a free agent in 2K19, but... Uh, two of those players are on rosters, and we did move them to – we'll be moving them to the Howl, but they were replaced on those respective teams by younger players at the same position. So both, so the Kings got a good young power forward. I think it was Anawaku. And then for the Jazz, we gave them a point guard, although I can't think of who it was offhand. But we did make sure to replace those players just to, to keep things at least a little fresh, as it were. So I like the direction we're going here. We'll take a look now at the expansion draft because when you add in your own roster on 2K19, you can't start in the offseason. So any of the offseason stuff we're not able to do, but we are able to start beginning of the season. The other teams other than us will protect their players, and then we will have the actual expansion draft. Now looking at who's available, best players are going to be Mike Conley, Drew Holiday, and Steven Adams, but those aren't players we're looking to add. We want young talent young players that are going to be able to kind of fit the bill of what we're trying to do here. So uh, first off, we'll look to see if any of the players that we created are available. And so far I have not, yep, we have one. So Johnny Flynn, he is a player that was, you know, he's not that great as a rookie necessarily. So he is available to us. So we'll take him with the first pick. So that's one less player we have to worry about. Now we talk about how maybe the, the jazz and the Kings lose out a little bit because they're losing a player. Well, the good news for some of these teams, because we again, we had to, in order to get the contract situations worked out, we actually had to have those players on the teams, and that's the only way you can edit contracts. So, for example, 
if we don't edit the contracts, what happens if we're making all these players free agents? So like Shabazz, Garnett, their contract demands are off the charts high, even though they're rookies. And that's the crazy part. So what we end up having to do is assign them to an existing team, and then we would give them contracts similar to rookie deals, you know, like you know, four years, $10 million total, or four years, $8 million, depending on the player. So they have contracts, and that takes care of the issue of trying to find a way to, to grab those players with the limited amount of cap space you would have here in uh, the year 2018. That changes down the road a, a little bit, but at least this way you have f- four rookies uh, and and they're kind of, some are good, some are bad, as far as rookies are concerned. But at least we have some flexibility, and we're able to do some stuff. So, first guy we took again was Johnny Flynn. Jared Vanderbilt is our second pick. So pretty good start so far. Looking at who else we we do not have a shooting guard yet. So taking a look at the shooting guards available, going by age, we'll grab. We have a couple different options. So. There's Terrence Ferguson, and we also have Gary Trent Jr., both pretty good. We're going to grab, in this case, Gary Trent, which, uh, he, you know, he doesn't make a lot of money, which is nice. He's under a three-year contract, so it's definitely worth us picking him up. Again, going by age. So we haven't, we already have one point guard, but it's going to be important to get some depth there. So we will look to grab either Isaac Bongo or DeAnthony Melton. Just to make sure that the players we have will play, we are going to grab Isaac Bonga. So we've got a point guard now, so it'd be a good idea to maybe grab a center. Getting someone young is definitely key. Ikean Abogu gets pretty good in these simulations. You also have Mitchell Robinson, who is uh, 20 years old and a 72. Something about EK always jumps off the page for me, but what I like about Mitchell Robinson is he is under contract for longer. So we do have that. We also have a few other options. There's Isaiah Hartenstein. You have Tony Bradley, who actually does get pretty good in this game. No one's under contract for very long. The longest-term contract is Steven Adams, but, again, he's too good, and we're not trying to add players that are going to take away time. So we are going to grab Mitchell Robinson. His contract situation ends up being the best because there are some options available to us once his contract is up. So now we've grabbed, um, let's see, so we've grabbed a point guard. We've grabbed shooting guard, power forward, a center. It's going to be important for us to then take a look at the small forward position. Going by age, Furkan Korkmaz is by far the best player available, so we will take him. Again, he's not going to start because the goal is to not only start the five those the five guys, but then sixth man Johnny Flynn. So we are, we are embracing those former Timberwolves as rookies, and we're going to build around them. So they might not be the best players on the roster, but they are going to be the players that do get the most minutes because, again, the whole point is to see what we can make them into, and that's going to be pretty important. So now that we've matched up position to position we can go by more so just age and see if there's some players that we kind of like Robert Williams is a player I do like he's got some position flexibility power forward and center so he makes a lot of sense for us getting guys that are able to play multiple positions is going to be crucial just in terms of our development as a team looking at some of the other you know aged players we have uh, Rodion's Kirks he could he could be pretty decent in some of these simulations Terrence Ferguson is a pretty good shooting guard. We have uh, Trayvon Duvall, if you want to go for a, a point guard, shooting guard type player. The problem with him being listed as partially a shooting guard is he's only 6'2", and there's not a whole lot he's going to be able to do when he's, that, you know, when he's that short at that position. So I don't know that that's our best option. We do have Raul Alkins, who I like, 
and we'll grab him, actually. He's point guard, shooting guard, but he's got some size. At 6'5", he can play both positions, so I like him as an option. I know there's a number of Wolves fans that really wanted us to try to draft him, but, of course, you know, when you get to pick number 48 and Katie Bates-Diop is there, it's, it's a no-brainer. You don't take Raul Alkins. You take him. So makes sense to me. Looking at who else is available, there's a, num- there's a number of pretty good options. Now, we are going to be playing Kevin Garnett out of position because he's technically more of a listed as more of a power forward than he is a center, obviously. And that was one of those things that was pretty important to him during his playing career. So that's one thing to keep an eye on if we want to go with another player at the center position. But again, the good news is we did get Robert Williams, who does has, have some position flexibility. And so that does help us out at least a little bit. It, uh, one guy that uh, we tend to target in these is Keita Bates-Diop, actually speaking of him. I have not seen him in this list yet, so it's possible the Wolves actually decide to keep him. Nope, he is actually available. So he's a pretty good option. He plays the three and the four, which I really like. Again, position flexibility and the game. So 2K19 does recognize that he's a pretty good player. So that's kind of cool there. And it gives us, again, position flexibility. And it's a good opportunity for us to give this week's key word. Now, again, each week we do, get, we do have a chance for you to be entered in to win Xbox One or PS4 2K19. And this week's key word we're going to say is small forward. So small forward is going to be our keyword this week. So what you do is you go onto iTunes. You make sure to subscribe to our show. On top of that, you want to leave a rating, hopefully five stars if you like us. And then in the review, you leave, you want to make sure you use the word small forward. And that'll get you entered in for a chance to win a copy of 2K19 for Xbox One or PS4. Again, small forward is the iTunes review keyword. So looking at who else is available from this list, we talked about DeAnthony Mountain and Trayvon Duvall. I'd like someone with a little more size if we can help it. You have uh, Aaron Holiday, actually, surprisingly, was dropped. That doesn't usually happen. I'm a big Aaron Holiday fan. I really, really like him. And he might be a guy we look to grab just based on the fact that, you know, he's, he's so good at what he does, and he's so young that he, he's a guy that's going to have some value going forward, and maybe he gives you some sort of a trade asset, which would be pretty good. Uh, Thomas Bryant's another player that's actually started to get better. He is just 21 years of age, 73 overall, one of our favorite players when we're doing these simulations. So he's another guy we could look to possibly grab. You have Kayvon Looney, actually. He's a 77 overall power forward center. In fact, I think that's too good to pass up. We're going to take him. He is, you know, being a 77 overall, just 22 years of age is pretty good. Even if you were drafting, that's not a bad guy to grab. So very pleased to be able to get him here in the expansion draft. A lot of times you get stuck with players that don't necessarily fit what you're kind of trying to do. So I think it's important to get some players like that. Uh, Kyle Korver is actually available as well. I really like him because he can play a couple positions. He's going to retire soon, but he doesn't make a ton of money, and he's able to make three-point shots. So that's pretty important when you're trying to build a franchise. We have uh, three picks left here in the expansion draft. Now, of course, we're not able to keep all these players. A number of them we're going to have to trade or just get rid of because we can only have 15 guys, and there's 14 here, and only one of the 14 is our player, and that's Johnny Flynn. There's, we still got to you know, get those players off of those other teams in order for this actual simulation to work. Again, we're going mostly by age, but I think it's – so if we go by position here, we can take a look and see who we've, we've taken so far. So Johnny Flynn and Isaac Bonga are our point guards. 
Raul Alkins also plays a little point guard. So we've got a number of guards. We've gotten power forwards, small forwards. We've gotten some shooting guards even. I think at this point we can just basically take anyone that we feel fits or has any sort of value in terms of being able to trade. So I think Ikan Abogu is one of the better players. We might look to grab him. And we can actually go down the list and see who is young and also still has potential. That's going to help us quite a bit. We have Willie Hernan Gomez. He has a pretty high potential rating. We have Ikanabogu is definitely one of the tops, though. So we are going to grab him. What's cool is, again, you can search and actually uh, list players based on their potential. And what that's able to do is that's able to give us a better idea of not only who's young, but also who has, again, a lot of potential. Thomas Bryant is a B-plus for potential. So actually, that's a guy we're going to grab also. And mostly because, number one, if we decide to keep him, we do know that he has the potential to get really good in these simulations. But on top of that, he has trade value. And anyone that has trade value in this simulation is going to be huge for us. Now, we've, we've taken a few too, many shoot, too, few too many centers probably. But if it's going to be a tradable asset, that's going to be super important. We could also go for high-quality veterans. Vince Carter, 41 years of age, is actually still available. Kind of intriguing. Scal Air. I'm a huge Scal fan. And he, he could be a decent option for us, just 22 years old. DeAnthony Melton is another one that's pretty high up, and that's who we'll actually grab. We're going to grab DeAnthony Melton as our 14th pick, and that's it. That does it for the expansion draft. Now, boom, we, just like that, we start off the season. First thing we have to do is make sure to load the draft class. To be somewhat uh, consistent, we do always try to grab the same draft classes from, that are made by uh, people online. So we start off with the 2019 draft. Uh, and that's going to be the one made by Crowseye17. The reason why, it's the most downloaded by far. So over a million downloads. But on top of that, 86 updates. So that means he's actually taken the time to make sure it's a really, really solidly done draft class. So we're going to grab that. And then next, of course, we're going to have to go through, grab our players, make some roster adjustments. And that way we can have room for the six players. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. And we are the Howl. All right, so the roster is all set up. We'll go over position by position. We have Ricky Rubio. He is obviously one of the six. 20 years of age, a 72 overall. Isaac Bonga, and then we have Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn is a point guard, obviously. 20 years of age, a 66 overall. So those are two players, obviously, as rookie seasons go. They're pretty far down the list, but they've got a lot of room to grow, which is good. Uh, moving forward to the shooting guard position, we have Alexei Shved. Now, Alexei Shved, he's a 77 overall, but he is 25 years of age. Now, that might seem a little high to some people, but when he came in as a rookie, if you had, believe me, if you did not watch him in that silver, or sorry, in the bronze medal game playing for Team Russia, it was incredible. And he had a stretch with the Wolves in his rookie season where he was playing fantastic. And that was despite the fact that he had a really terrible coach in Rick Adelman who just was not a fan of young players. I'm a huge Alexei Shved fan. We created him, and he is listed as both a shooting guard and a point guard. So kind of a cool deal there because if you haven't watched him play, super fun to watch because he's a great creator on offense. He's an okay defender, not a great defender by any means, but he's okay uh, and you talk about his vision, though, is so good. So you're pairing him with Rubio and Shved. A lot of people thought that was going to be the future for the Wolves. But, of course, Rick Adelman had other ideas, and that's all she wrote. And now he's over in Russia putting on an absolute show over there. And what's funny is the last time Shved was in the league was with the Knicks, and he actually looked really good. 
So it's not like the guy can't play. Guy is really, really talented. So, but shooting guards, Alexei Shved, Gary Trent Jr., the Minnesota native, and Raul Alkins. And then we have Damian Lee, who was part of a trade. He's not part of the team necessarily. He's actually one of the two-way players that we have. Kata Bates, Diop, Shabazz, Muhammad, and Kyle Lambert. Kyle Lambert actually is our other two-way player as far as small forwards. Looking at Shabazz, he is 20 years of age, a 65 overall. So, again, a lot of room to grow, but he could be, end up being a pretty good player. And all these rookies are signed to pretty good deals, so we're pretty fortunate there, and we've got some good cap flexibility, which helps. Jump into power forward, and actually uh, power forward center in a few cases. We have Kevin Garnett, who is a eight, he is an 84 overall currently, and we actually went directly from the 2K My League card, or My Team card. So it's the My Team card. We put in the statistics exactly how they had it. We have Nemanja Bialica. He is 27 years of age and a 78 overall. We drafted, or I guess, yeah, expansion drafted, Kayvon Looney. We have Robert Williams, and we have Jared Vanderbilt. And then centers, we have Mitchell Robinson and E.K. Anabogu. So a pretty solid squad. Now, if we're looking at the way we're going to have this set up, we're going to start Rubio Shved, Shabazz Muhammad, Bielitsa, Garnett. Johnny Flynn is our sixth man. And then we're going to get some minutes out of uh, Kayvon Looney, Katie Bates-Diop, Raul Alkins, and then, of course, um, just a few minutes for some of those other players, maybe like a Robert Williams. So we've got 10. We're probably going about 9 or 10 players deep so far in this simulation. Taking a look at how they think we're going to do, I don't think power rankings are going to be too kind. But we will see. Maybe we'll get lucky. So the NBA.com power rankings has us as dead last. 2K Sports also has us dead last. And Mark Spears, dead last. I'm not sure we've ever had a complete agreement like that. So very interesting to see. But unfortunately, they dead last is where they see us. But I like our chances. I think we could surprise some teams. And my hope is that within the first three years with this squad, we find a way to make a playoff run. We will see. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, and we are the Howl, and we'll come back at you right around the midway point of the season and take a look at how the Howl are doing with their redo careers for the six former Minnesota Timberwolves players. So not exactly an ideal start so far in this one. The Howl are 14-38 and 38 coming up to the trade deadline. Now, we're probably not going to really look to make any trades necessarily, but it's interesting to see how the players and the team are sorting out stats-wise. So Garnett leads all scorers. Shabazz Muhammad is that actually. So Kevin Garnett, 20 points per game. Shabazz Muhammad, 15.8, almost 16 points per game. Shabazz also is adding in almost four rebounds. And you get 20 points and almost 11 rebounds, four assists, one and a half steals, almost two blocks from Garnett. Garnett's just dominating. You're getting some really good play from Nemanja Bielica, who's giving you 10, 7, and 2. That's pretty good. I mean, we'll take that every day of the week. Looking at Alexei Shved, Alexei Shved is giving you 9 points, 5 rebounds, and almost 5 assists. So pretty solid there. Ricky Rubio giving you 7 assists per game, 7 points. Overall, I'm not too upset with the way guys are playing. You're getting pretty much what you'd expect out of most of these guys, especially given how young they are and inexperienced. They've definitely got some uh, room to grow, though. Well, so we'll take that, and we will jump ahead, I think, at this point to the end of the season. We've got a lot of improvement to do if we're going to have any sort of impact in the next few seasons. This team is uh, starting off pretty slow, so we'll have to hopefully do well in the uh, NBA lottery. That's going to be a big part of this because 
Let's be honest, that's where we're going to be since we're sitting at 16 and 40. It's a bit of an up and down here. We've gotten a few wins. I mean, think about this. You know, you look at in the current climate, the Suns and how poorly they're playing with just five wins. And here we are just about to hit 20 wins. So uh, pretty impressive with how well we're doing. I think at this stage, it's it's been pretty successful. Although, as I say that, we actually just lost to the Suns. But at 20 and 42, if we could finish in that 25 to 30 win range, I'm I'm pretty okay with that for the first season. You can't have too high expectations when it comes to uh, young teams and and kind of simulating through and see who's you know who's going to be good at what that sort of thing. Might be fun to try to play a few of these games, and we might actually upload this roster so people have a chance to play with these players. So that's going to be something we might look to do. Um, and if we do, we'll definitely announce that on Twitter. So that could be something to watch for as well if you want to be able to play with some of these players uh, on your own. So rookie Kevin Garnett or. Rookie Ricky Rubio, which, by the way, is tons of fun to say. So there's that. Uh, we're up to 23 and 51. So still have an outside chance at 24. So we still got a shot at hitting 25 to 30 wins, which is what I was you know, kind of hoping for. I mean, I was hoping for that once I realized how poorly we were doing. So there's that. We beat the Wolves. How about that? We are at 26 wins, 27 wins. So we're on a bit of a tear. We're actually up into the 80s now for chemistry, which is good. We're on a five-game win streak. We Oh, that's where it ends, five games. But I'll take that. As the season comes to a close, we finish 28-54. and 54. Not too bad for the first year. MVP is Russell Westbrook, looking at the superlatives. Rookie of the year is Luka Doncic. Again, how it's not Kevin Garnett, I don't know. But maybe just the way it's set up, he's not considered a rookie technically. But I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna jump on that. Dennis Schroeder is your sixth man, defensive player of the year, Kevin Garnett. So that ain't bad at all. Looking at his stats, by the way, 20 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, over a steal, a game, and almost two blocks a game. No three point shots, by the way, or at least if he did shoot them, it didn't go well. He was zero percent from three. Uh, we have most improved is Clarkson. So you're getting a. Uh, Jordan Clarkson from the Cavaliers is your most improved. And Billy Donovan is your coach of the year. Looking at All-NBA first team, we have no one there. No one on All-NBA second team. And Garnett does slide in. Actually, makes All-NBA third team. So not too bad there. Looking at All-NBA defense, obviously Garnett's on the first team. And then looking at the All-Rookie team, we've got a couple guys. We have rookie Ricky Rubio, and we have uh, Lexay Shved. Both those guys did end up making the all-rookie second team. We, of course, did not make the playoffs, but we were, wow. So the eight-seed Minnesota Timberwolves, 45-31. and 31. So the Western Conference, really good if the eight-seed's got 45 wins. That's, that's going to be tough to, to really force our way into. We're going to have to have a very good draft. So this draft's going to be very, very important. The nice thing is we have a, a number of draft picks for future drafts with uh, trades we made to free up roster spots to get the six guys on the team. So we've got a number of draft picks we can use if we want to get more draft picks in this specific draft. As far as players themselves, I don't think we really have any players we really want to look to move on from. I think it'll help our chemistry, which our chemistry actually ended up making it into the 90s, which you don't see too often. Actually, 93% was the chemistry. That's really, really good. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is we have not done anything with coaching. So now the offseason is here. We can actually get some good coaches, good assistants, good head coach. We'll be able to get some solid trainers. We have a lot of options as far as the staff signing is concerned. 
One thing, uh, league meetings, they have eliminated the goaltending rule. We actually recently tried to do some simulations. I was running in my league, and my league actually gave me the option of trying the lottery tournament instead of doing the lottery voting. I did that, and the second I switched over, my game started crashing literally every single time I got to the championship. So for now, that is going to be the one thing in these simulations we do not let go through. So if that ever comes up and gets approved, we will just squash it, and we'll just move on to standard lottery rules. Speaking of the lottery, we jump to the draft lottery, taking a look at how we can do. So the Howell have the third best odds. We'll take a look, and we do. We finish with the third pick in the draft, so not too shabby at all. We do not have any other picks in this draft, so all the picks we traded for were future picks. So what we'll do now is we'll go through the staff signing, jump ahead to the draft, and take a look and see who is available for the Howl. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the Howl, and this is our 2K All Day segment, and we are redoing the careers of a number of former Timberwolves players. All right, so something interesting here, taking a look at this draft class, one of the best players looks like he's going to be Bowl Bowl. Me and Kevin are huge fans of what Bowl Bowl brings, especially because you know he's on Kevin's team, Oregon. So Bull Bull would be an awesome pickup. What we'd probably do is start him, move Kevin Garnett to the power forward position, take Belly off the bench, and him and Flynn can just dominate against second units. I actually think that's going to be our best option. So if we don't get Bull Bull, if he does not drop to the third pick, we'll probably end up going ahead and trading for him. So first pick is R.J. Barrett. As long as Bull Bull's not number two, we're good. Number two is, ah, it's John ja Morant. So Bull Bull is going to be the pick. Now, of course, I, I know there's other players. Zion Williamson, for example, is available. But right now, the best available player is 19-year-old Bull Bull. And I love what he's going to bring to our team. Now, that's the only pick we have in this one. We could possibly look to maybe make some trades to get another pick in this draft, which probably not a bad option. But given how good this draft class is, we can probably get a really good free agent from this draft class that's going to be available that slips through the cracks or that does not get signed. So we're just going to simulate through the end of the draft. We got our guy, Bull Bull, I think is going to really, really help us out quite a bit. Now, we had some pretty good center prospects already, but Bull Bull is an 80 overall. And given his size, how about that defense you're going to get from Garnett and Bull Bull? That's, that's going to be pretty fantastic. I think that we've got a pretty good shot of looking pretty good here, if, you, if I do say so myself. Taking a look, else we have to – so we'll start off with rookie signings, obviously just a Bull Bull. We have Ikanabugu has a team option, which we will definitely accept. No reason not to at this point. We can always trade him if we need to. Our two-way player, Kyle Lambert, did not get as good as we had maybe hoped. He jumped up four spots. So he's got good size, six foot eight, small forward, and, but just a 65 overall, not ideal, and we're not going to re-sign him, or at least we're not going to issue him a qualifying offer. If he wants to stay on as a two-way player, then that might be something we'd be interested in. So we'll go through free agency, jump through the rest of the offseason, and come back at you at the start of number two in this simulation. Not too many changes going into season number two. We have Ricky Rubio, Isaac Bonga, Johnny Flynn. We have Alexei Shved, Gary Trenton Jr. Mitchell Gill is one of our two-way players. Shabazz Muhammad and Keita Bates are our small forwards. Power forwards, we have Garnett, Bielitsa, Kayvon Looney, Robert Williams, Jared Vanderbilt, and a two-way player, Darko Babbitt. Centers, Bo Bo, of course, Mitchell Robinson, and E.K. Anabogu. 
So what we have done is altered our team just a little bit in terms of who's being used and where. So now we have bench players, both Bielitsa and Shabazz, or sorry, Bielitsa and Johnny Flynn are our bench guys, but they are getting major minutes. And then our starters are the same as they were before, but Garnett's been shifted to power forward, so he's more effective. And then you, of course, have Bol Bol at the center position. I think we've got a pretty good shot of improving going into this season. Taking a look at the power rankings, NBA.com still has us dead last. Man, they're haters. Uh, same with 2K. Mark Spears, though, he's going to like us, and he does. Wow. Jumps us up all the way to 11th. My man, Mark Spears. I like it. So we will simulate, as always, two before the trade deadline. Take a look and see how the team is doing, and hopefully they are able to make a playoff push in year number two. All right, so while there are improvements, team still has a long ways to go. We are sitting at 23-32. and 32. Probably a good idea to take a look at player statistics, see who's doing what. So your top scorers are still Kevin Garnett and Shabazz Muhammad. Coming in uh, a close third, though, is Bol Bol. Bol Bol's putting up 16 points. He's getting uh, seven rebounds, almost three assists. Pretty good numbers. Uh, only 1.1 blocks. I'd like to see better blocks from him. That would be something I, w- I would hope he would kind of take that next step in. That's going to be kind of one of the, the areas you really want to improve in in terms of defense. We have uh, Bielitsa's getting some pretty good numbers across the board, which is pretty solid. Shved is getting us, you know, five rebounds, four assists, and ten points. We'll take that. Rubio's getting us seven assists as the starting point guard. Only eight points, but obviously he's not in there necessarily to score. As far as, oof. So Ricky Rubio's shooting percentage is 23.6%. That is terrible. But that's realistic. He's not a great shooter. And it's early on in his career, so he's got a long ways to go if he's going to be if he's going to be successful for the Timberwolves. Now, as far as the team is concerned, we still don't have anyone that's eligible for contract extensions. And just given, you know, we're starting to move up in terms of chemistry. No reason to make any changes there. So we'll just go ahead, simulate to the end of the season, take a look and see, you know, what we're able to do uh, with this squad. So we have uh, hopefully some good wins coming into the second half. It's not a great start to the second half, although now it looks like uh, number two and one, which is which is pretty good. We're passing the All Star break as we speak, twenty five and thirty three. So can the Howell take that next step with the players that we have chosen to uh, you know give a second chance? That's a good way to look at it. This is kind of our second chance roster as far as the Timberwolves are concerned, but obviously on our expansion team, the Howell, which anyone that doesn't play it. If you have a chance to use our expansion team, I suggest you do so. Color scheme is very cool. It does represent the colors that we use in our logo, but it also gives advertising from all of our supporting sponsors, whether that's Road Microphones, Isabel Street Heat, Diamond Box, the Nothing But Net channel is actually featured in there as well, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. So it's very cool, and credit to 2K19 for making that possible, that you can actually add in your own advertisements within your created stadiums. So a very cool aspect there. Wolves still struggling. Sorry, the Howl still struggling. Former Wolves, I guess. Uh, 31 and 43, so we have improved. Uh, Only three games so far, but at least it's a step in the right direction. We just beat the Suns, so that's good since we were talking about that last season being an issue. 33-44, and 44, the season is coming down to the wire. We've just got a few games left. It'd be nice, 35 wins? I mean, 35 wins would be pretty good. We just beat the Spurs, which is kind of nice. Can we beat the Spurs again? Nope. 
So two games straight against the Spurs, kind of a goofy scheduling deal. And we do hit 35 wins. We actually finish 36 and 46. I'll take that. MVP of the season, Steph Curry. Zion Williamson's your rookie of the year. D'Angelo Russell, sixth man. Garnett, defensive player of the year again. So he's sweeping that award, which is cool. Klay Thompson is your most improved. And coach of the year is Brett Brown of the Sixers. Carl Towns, by the way, is your uh, All-NBA First Team center. So congratulations to him. But Kevin Garnett makes All-NBA Third Team again, so we'll take that. And he is obviously All-NBA First Team for defense. Rookies, we have Bol Bol does make the list as the uh, First Team All-Rookie, so that's not bad. And do we make it? Nope. I was hoping maybe we'd slide right in, but we do miss it by a few games. We were four games out of the eight spot, which was taken by the Wolves with a 40-42 and record. So it's a good step in the right direction, but year three is going to be crucial, crucial, crucial. There's um, some pretty good players, though, in this draft, and we've got a number of picks. I'm hopeful that some of the trades that we made were actually four picks in this draft. So this is going to be the 2020 draft, officially, uh, of the NBA Again, part of it's going to be the lottery, though. We're not going to have a great shot at getting a good pick just because we obviously were much improved. Maybe we'll be top 10, but I would not be shocked if we were kind of in that like 10 to 14 range in terms of where we start at least prior to the actual lottery taking place because we're probably like the, the best of the worst, if that makes sense. NBA champions are Steph Curry and the Warriors. Steph Curry is your finals MVP in the year 2020. Starting with the league meetings, taking a look here, everything gets rejected. They did try to, they tried again to give us the elimination tournament, but it was rejected. I'm not letting that thing go through. No chance. Because if that goes through, we might have crashing again. So that's just something to keep in mind for anyone doing my league. Jumping to the draft lottery, let's see what position we're sitting in. That's not bad. We're actually the eighth best odds. We're just going to skip to the end and take a look. And, oh, we did not move up. But at the same time, we didn't drop anything. So that's good. We did not have any picks in this draft other than our own, which means we do have future, future picks. So that's unfortunate. I was kind of hoping we might have a shot at getting something uh, additional. But that's all right. It's still a pretty good start to the offseason. Having a top 10 pick is definitely going to help add to our core of the past Wolves players that were, that were trying to redo. Going into this 2020 draft, a lot of the top prospects were actually players that we couldn't necessarily use, which are going to be uh, point guards, so guys like Cole Anthony. So we did luck out, though. Khalil Whitney, how about this? 19 years old. He is a 79 overall, foot uh, four wingspan as a small forward. Yes, please sign me up for that. That is awesome. And we do, uh, we do not have any other picks in this draft because we did trade in, uh, in some of our other trades in year one. We actually got rid of future second-round picks in order to get rid of players and also to grab some first-round picks, which we'll have coming up in the next year or two. So good things to do. We, have, we definitely have some options for the future. Jumping in, we have a number of options for our player options and team options. We'll accept all of those, which is pretty important because we're going to want to try to keep that chemistry up if we can. Qualifying offers, there's not much there unless we want to look at our players from the G League. We have Mitchell Gill, who actually did get pretty good. He's a 71 overall and 20 years of age, so we'll offer him. And we'll also offer uh, Darko Babbitt as well as E.K. Anabogu. Might as well give him qualifying offers in case we do want to sign them. 
jumping into the moratorium now. We'll finish up the offseason and come back at you at the beginning of year number three. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, and we are The Howl. All right, so we made a few different moves. We ended up picking up some young guys that were costly, that almost cost us nothing. We got a couple guys. So one guy was around four years, $8 million. Another guy was around four years, $10 million. But we liked it. It gave us uh, some younger players. They're not exactly high overall, but 19 years of age, high 60s, very cost-effective. It's going to help round out our roster quite nicely. But we'll go position by position. We have Rubio. We have Johnny Flynn, and then we have one of those players that we mentioned. Eldon Steele is his name as our third guy. And then we do have Jalen Banks. He is a 19-year-old. He is one of our two-way players, a point guard. Shooting guards, we have Alexei Shved, Gary Trent Jr., and Neil Leonard. Neil Leonard is another one of our two-way players. We have Khalil Whitney, Shabazz Muhammad, and Andrew Brooks. Andrew Brooks is one of the other young players we grabbed in a four-year deal. And then, of course, power forwards, Kevin Garnett, Nemanja Bielitsa, Kayvon Looney, Robert Williams, and Jared Vanderbilt. Bull Bull and Mitchell Robinson round out the roster. So one thing we do have to make sure we do is go in and change the way minutes are sent out. Part of the reason we're doing that is because players like Shabazz aren't going to get minutes necessarily. Players like Flynn aren't going to get minutes and that's not going to fly since that's really the direction that we're trying to go. So we'll change up the roster, we'll get the minutes correct, and then we're going to jump in to year number three in year that we hope is going to be a step in the right direction. Let's make the playoffs, let's make a run, and let's continue to improve in a redo of some Timberwolves players that really didn't have the best starts to their careers, or in cases of players like Johnny Flynn, much of an NBA career at all. Well, it's not the jump we were hoping for, but we'll take it. 26 and 30, so we are almost back almost fully 500 right before the trade deadline. We are over 90% chemistry, which is huge. Of course, we'll take a look at the player statistics. We have how about this? Leading scorer on the team, Shabazz Muhammad. Love it. He is your leading scorer, shooting 49% from the field. He is shooting uh oof, 24% from 3. Got to get that number up. Uh, Garnett's actually shooting 35% from three. He is our second leading scorer, 17 points per game. We have Bull Bull and Khalil Whitney, our young prospects, doing well also. Looking at Alexei Shved, Alexei Shved is um, about 11 points per game, four rebounds, five assists, one and a half steals, so pretty good there. And Ricky Rubio, is at, he's up to 8.3 assists per game, which is pretty solid. 10 points, so he's back into double digits there. And three rebounds. Rubio has always been a pretty good rebounding guard, so it makes a lot of sense. Nemanja Bialica is putting up pretty good numbers as well. He is shooting, looking at 3.37% from three, which is pretty solid. We'll take that. Alexei Shved, by the way, shooting 37% from three. So we're getting very good production out of those players. The last guy we need to look at, obviously, would be our guy, Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn, five points, four rebounds, seven assists per game. Go, Johnny. Um, not bad at all. I'm pretty pleased with that. Still got a long ways to go, though. Again, we're at 26 and 30, so it's far from over. We're not going to make any sort of changes roster-wise because got to pass that trade deadline and keep that chemistry going if we have any chance of making a run here. We got to get some wins, too. A couple bad losses. We lost to the Wolves. We lost to the Suns. Oof. We have four straight losses since we jumped right in back to this simulation. The All-Star break is passing. We are running out of time to to really become better in this second year. We are kind of force-feeding those six guys, but at the same time, 
I mean, this is a pretty solid squad. I'm a little surprised that we aren't able to get better results at the moment. Jumping at contract extensions, pretty much every single player is up for contract extension, which is big. So Rubio, Garnett, we're going to make sure to get Alexei Shved. He's another one that's up for a contract extension. Nemanja Bielica is also available, so we're going to grab one with him also. A couple other guys down the list. Let's see, Shabazz, he's available, so we're going to obviously re-sign him. And Johnny Flynn. Now, some of our other guys are available for re-signing. So, Mitchell Robinson, Jared Vanderbilt, Gary Trent Jr., but they all want monster contracts, and that's not happening with us. We have other players that are top priority. Now that we've all been re-signed, we can grab some young prospects to replace those players with as the cycle continues. So, 28 and 36, we're still struggling a bit. I don't like our chances in year three to make the playoffs. Despite having an improved roster, Really good chemistry, solid players. I think it's too little too late. We're going on a little bit of a win streak as we've won about you know five of seven. But that is uh, looks like that's changing, and consistently we are not able to get wins. We've now lost oof, four straight games, and unless we win out, we actually cannot finish at 500. We already have 41 losses on the season. In fact, it's looking like we're probably not even going to be able to break the record from last year. So we had 36 wins last year. I'm. It's going to be a struggle to be able to get to 36 wins. Uh, we have to. We're at 33 and 42 right now. Best record we could finish with is now oh, 33 and 43. We the team decided they wanted to lose most of the games to end the year, which is not ideal to say the least. We've got. Maybe one, I got a few games left here. Nope, losses again. Wow. So I'm very surprised at how poorly this team is doing, considering the amount of talent that's on there. We did technically reach 35 wins. Can we reach 36? All right, so we hit 36 wins, same exact record as we had last season. So 36 and 46. That's nothing to brag about, let me tell you. Jumping into the superlatives, we have Giannis is your MVP. We have a rookie of the year. Anthony Edwards, sixth man of the year. Trey Jones, so good for him, the Minnesota native. Defensive player of the year is Anthony Davis. And Dennis Smith Jr. is most improved. Brad Stevens, your coach of the year. Looking at the All-NBA teams, we have, yes, Kevin Garnett does make All-NBA third team. He is, of course, All-Defensive first team. We do not have anyone that made the list, it looks like. Oh, Khalil Whitney does make all-rookie second team. The Howell, unfortunately, do miss the playoffs. The West got even better. We uh, had to be at least 500. So 41-41 and would have been the needed record for us to be able to make the playoffs. So not ideal. Weren't able to get it done, unfortunately. But that's all right. It's still a step in a direction, not exactly in the right direction. But it gives us something to work with. We are going to have another lottery pick, unfortunately. Not ideal, but at least we have some improvements. Garnett obviously got better. You're getting pretty good improvements out of Johnny Flynn as your backup guard. And Rookie Rubio continues to shine. He's almost into the mid-80s in terms of his overall. Just uh, 22 or 23 years old at this point. Shabazz Muhammad has started to improve. He is now the team's leading scorer. So he's overtaking Garnett in that regard. And he's all the way up to around a 75 which is pretty good. And a lot of these guys are really young. Keep that in mind. Now, Alexei Shved, he was 24 when he came into the league. So you're talking about a guy that's now 28 years of age. 
So he's getting a little older as well. By the way, the Raptors are your winners in the finals. They do take out the Warriors four games to one. Kawhi Leonard is your finals MVP. So we jump in to the next offseason. League meetings ahead. What does the team have in store for us? Nothing at the league meetings. Jump into the draft lottery. Again, draft lottery is going to be crucial. We've got a no, wow, we've got a, a few picks actually. We have the third pick, which we got via Houston. And we have possibly the 11th pick, which we got via trade with Atlanta. And we have our own pick, which is ninth. What do we finish with? Nice. All right. So we have the second pick. We have the ninth pick. And we have the 11th pick. And we also have the 26th pick and the 31st pick. Wow. This is a draft, to say the least. So all those players, we're going to decide not to re-sign. We're going to be able to replace every single one of them, which is pretty cool. So we'll jump ahead to the draft, take a look at what kind of a team we are able to put together with this next offseason. All right, so we traded the second pick and the ninth pick to move up to the first pick. We wanted to ensure we could get Jalen Green, who is by far the best prospect available to us in this draft process. Looking at the rest of the draft, we got a pretty good prospect at number 11. We are now picking at, this is a a later first-round pick, this is a pick 26 We have a pick here, and then we also have a second-round pick. We have a ton of different options here, so we're going to finish up the draft, finish up the offseason, and jump into year four where hopefully now, with all this talent, we are able to finally make a jump, make the playoffs, and make a run. It's going to be crucial. Again, you're listening to The Howl on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All right, so this team is finally starting to come around. Right before the trade deadline, we are 31-22. and So that is a fantastic record. I'm very interested to see how we are looking. So conference standings, we are third in the Western Conference. So very pleased with that. Taking a look at where some of the players are looking as far as statistics are concerned. Player statistics, we have, boom, Shabazz Muhammad still the leading scorer for the team, which is fantastic. You're getting good statistics there. Looking at some of the other guys, Bielitsa putting up pretty good numbers. Let's see what he's at for three-point percentage. Almost 40% for three-point, so it's huge for him. Looking at Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, 9.2 assists per game, almost double digits, which is fantastic. So nine over nine assists per game, about nine points per game. You're loving that. Looking at anything else, uh, one-and-a-half steals. You're getting one, almost one-and-a-half steals from Alexei Shved as well. He's also able to provide almost five assists. Four rebounds, eight points. I'm loving what we're seeing here. Looking down to Johnny Flynn. Six assists per game, which is pretty good. You're not getting much other than that from him. But as your backup point guard, that's not bad. Well, actually, four rebounds, four points per game. So you're getting four, four, and six. Hey, if Tyus Jones was giving me that every single night, I'd be pretty happy. So I'll take it. I think we're pretty pleased with the way this team is starting to trend. We are 92% for team chemistry, which is huge, and hopefully that can continue. And here we go. Going into the stretch run, this is going to be how this first episode of the Timberwolves Players Redo is going to go. We're stopping in at four seasons, and we'll pick it up probably next week. Passing the trade deadline, the one thing we do got to make sure we double-check is contract extensions. With all these young rookies and all these players, it's going to be important to make sure we sign who we can. One player we're probably going to have to lose, actually two players that are starting to get pretty good, Kayvon Looney and Mitchell Robinson. We're just not going to be able to keep them. Same with Robert Williams. Those are three players that are all in the 80s now, have started to get pretty good. 
they're willing to resign, but Kayvon Looney wants $12 million a year, which is a lot for a guy that's not playing a whole lot. And then you have Mitchell Robinson, who wants $15 million a year, which I get. He's 23 years of age. He's over 80. I get it. And $14 million a year for Robert Williams. These are all players that deserve everything they're asking for. But our team is not going to be able to afford to do it. There's just too many other players that are going to be too important to this to what we're doing here, and those aren't going to be players we can keep. On the plus side, restricted free agents. So maybe we'll have a chance of being able to get them to take the qualifying offer if no other teams really jump into the fray. At least it would give us a little extra, which would be nice to see. So all-star break hits, and it could not have hit at a better time as we lose three straight games. So we need to get back on the right track. Second half of the season has not been our friend for some reason in these simulations. We have really, really struggled uh, passing all the deadlines now. And we'll see if hopefully March and April are a little kinder to us. But so far, it has been nothing but losses. Losses, 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 losses. I don't know what it is about this team, but they just cannot win in the second half of the season. It's super strange. 35 and 30, so still a step in the right direction. But continuing to get losses. Um, I'm hopeful that we can finish off March strong. We got a nice win against the Mavericks, a win against the Bucks, a win against the Heat. Can, uh, see, then we take a crappy loss to the Jazz because, I'm sorry, I don't care that it's the Jazz. We're better than you. Uh, we consistently lose to the Suns for some reason. We can beat the Nets. It's just kind of a mixed bag at this stage. We're one game out of hitting 40 wins, though, and we'll take that. We lose to the Sixers. Can we beat the Bucks a second time? Of course we can't. Why would we want to beat them a second time? This is... All right, so we hit 40 wins. Hopefully 40 wins is enough to get us in the playoffs because the way we're playing right now, it's not looking pretty to get much more than that. 41 and 36, 42 and 36. We're coming down to the wire here, and we lose to the Nuggets. We've got three games left to finish off the season. We beat the Jazz, which is nice. Can we beat the Kings? A Kings victory, and we finish the season with a loss to the Rockets. Zion Williamson, holy crap, your MVP. That's crazy. We have Devin Dotson is our rookie of the year, which is interesting. We have sixth man of the year. I don't recognize the name. Oh, never mind. Isaiah Mobley uh, is the guy. So defensive player of the year, Kevin Garnett. Congrats to him. How about this? 17 points, 10.4 rebounds, 5.4 assists, two blocks, and 1.2 steals. Just dominating. Most improved player, Scotty Lewis. And then moving on, we have Eric Spolstra actually is your coach of the year. So pretty cool there that the Heat are able to do that. Basically all on the back of Zion Williamson. So if that's going to tell you how good he could be. Kevin Garnett is all NBA second team. And no one else makes it there. He is also obviously all defensive first team. Robert Covington, by the way, for the Wolves, all-defensive second team. So that's cool to see. Looking at the all-rookie team, uh, we have Jalen Green is second team. Would have probably been first team and probably would have even been uh, someone that would have been in the conversation for one of the top rookies, if not rookie of the year. But we're not giving him a ton of minutes. We Wow, we barely make it in. So 44 wins gets you the eight seed. We're taking on oh, – this is crazy – the number one seed is the Jazz at 50-32. and 32. So it's not even that we're playing poorly. It's that the West is so incredibly good. So that's crazy. We will, uh, I think game by game is the way to do this at this point. Game one goes to the Howl, which is good. We just took on the Jazz recently. We beat them. 
We are 2-0 and against the Jazz. Can we take game three? Nope, we lose game three, which is goofy since that's at home. You'd think we'd be able to find a way to win that one. Nope. So we win both games on the road. We lose both games at home. That, that makes a lot of sense. We go back to Utah, and we win in Utah. So apparently we can only win road games, and same with the Jazz. Can we, can we take it? Can we take it? Nope. We lose another game at home. Game seven in Utah. It all comes down to this. And we make it. Wow. All right. Cool. We make it to the second round. Looking at the box score, who was the guy that did it all? You got Kevin Garnett had a monster game. You had 18 points from Shabazz Muhammad, three rebounds, three steals. Getting some defense from Shabazz, which is cool. B elites a four of six from three. Ricky Rubio, three of four from three. So you're getting it done from the three-point line. Very, very cool. And very good to see. One guy I'm interested in looking at the box score would be our guy, Johnny Flynn. How about Johnny Flynn? Nine assists. He had five rebounds, 12 points. Ricky Rubio here, by the way, 15 points, 11 assists, three rebounds. You're just getting productivity left and right. Bull, bull, five assists, 11 points, six rebounds. He's still not getting blocks, though, which is goofy. But you know what? Guess who is? Kevin Garnett, six blocks in that game. So really, really solid. In the second round, we are taking on the four seed, Minnesota Timberwolves. Game one goes to the Timberwolves. I mean, they're a pretty solid squad, but we just beat the number one seed. So we take game two, one game to one, comes back to Minneapolis, boom. Although I shouldn't say comes back to Minneapolis. Now that I say that, we literally are playing in the same state. So it's basically a home game no matter where we're playing. Same for the Timberwolves. We are up three games to one. Can we pull it off? Well, they take, they stole one. I can't say at home, I guess. Four games to two. The Howell move on. They take out the Timberwolves. We are in the Western Conference Finals. Getting the simulation up to us, it is now, we are the eight seed taking on the six seed Memphis Grizzlies. I think it's going to be tough if we make the finals, though, because Miami and Toronto, the one and two seeds from the East, look really, really good. All right, game one of the Western Conference Finals goes to oh, the Memphis Grizzlies as they take it. This is in Memphis, though. We don't have that home court. We do take game two, though. So one thing we've been really good at is winning games on the road. We win game one at the, we'll call it the Howell Center. Oh, it's called the Den, actually. I, I forgot about that. So game one, we take it at the Den. The Heat uh, across the way sweep the Toronto Raptors. If we make it to the championship, it is going to be tough sledding against that Zion Williamson, Eric Spolstra squad. So we are up three games to one. One more win, and we get it to the championship. Oh, they take it. All right, three games to two. Three games to three. It comes down to this. Game seven. Can we pull it off? And we did. We're in the championship, taking on the Miami Heat. So we are the Cinderella eight seed story. What a fantastic squad. Let's look at game seven of that Western Conference Finals. You got 13 points, five rebounds from my guy Shabazz. You had eight or 16 points, 12 boards for Bull Bull. Johnny Flynn did, oof, he really came back down to earth on this one. Talking about one assist, not great off the bench. Alexei Shved, though, as our starting shooting guard, not a lot of points with five, but five points, five boards, seven assists, a steal, two blocks. So he's getting stats. I love seeing that. Not great three-point shooting, though. Bull Bull, by the way, is a pretty good three-point shooter. Actually, two of six. Rubio, two of three. So Rubio's starting to come into his own on the three-point line. And here it is, the championship game. Or championship games, I should say. Game one. 
goes to the Heat. It is, wow, we lose by one point. So that's crazy how close it was. Game two goes to the Heat. They win by quite a bit more as we lose by 15 points. But here it is, coming back to Minneapolis. It's cold. It's cold. Well, it's not, actually. I take that back because it is the end of the playoffs. It is the playoffs. So it's May. Can we take game three at home? We do. Two games to one. We're one of the few teams that was able to get a victory against them. So two games to one. Let's see who the winners were. Garnett, Shabazz Muhammad getting it done. Looking down the list. Rubio, 12 dimes. Love seeing that. Johnny Flynn gets six dimes. We're getting good productivity up and down from this roster. Can we take game four? We cannot. We are down three games to one. Going into game five, can we steal one? And that does it. We lose to Zion Williamson, who in his second year is MVP of the league and MVP of the finals. Pretty crazy, but how about that turnaround? And 28 points, by the way, in the championship game for Shabazz Muhammad. He was 11 of 19. I don't think there's a lot of passing going on there. No one else came close in terms of points. You got almost, wow, Garnett almost got a triple-double, but not a lot of points. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 blocks. But you did not get the productivity you wanted out of some of these other players. Only eight assists from Rubio. Although, when you're getting nine dimes from Kevin Garnett, another three from Alexei Shved, you're obviously not going to have a lot, of, a lot of the passes to go around. Bull Bull also gets you three assists. So the starters were, were diamond. Very, very much so. You had how many players? Six players in double figures. Ricky Rubio had nine, and Alexei Shved had eight. So you're getting really good productivity across the board from so much of this squad. It's tough to really be too upset in year number four of this Timberwolves player redo, and they make it to the NBA Finals, and that's in year 2022. So that's going to do it for this week's show. We will come back at you with more of this Timberwolves redo probably next week. We also still have to get back to our 2K where we do the Timberwolves as they are assembled currently if they were to get rid of Jeff Teague. We've already done if Jeff Teague, Jeff Teague stayed the rest of his career here. Now we're going to see what it's like if Jeff Teague goes and plagues some other team. Again, you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. We are the Howl. If you missed any of our show this week, we are going to be on again Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Otherwise, you can find us in podcast form on Podient, Stitcher. We're now available on Spotify. We have iTunes and anywhere else great podcasts are found. And until next time... Let me get a howl. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color coded sound effect pads, four high power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.